tension. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. face of your weddings, parties, family and social gatherings or any form of event with services from Jace Cakes and Floral Institute your number one one stop shop in the provision of catering services, decor and event management. Jace Cakes and Floral Institute also caters for your child's future career with an excellent teaching and practical training in cake techniques, decor floral arrangement, bridal makeup and event management. With an SHS or JHS qualification you can enroll at Jace Case and Floral Institute for a successful career in the culinary art industry, leading to an MVTI certificate upon completion. Locate Jay's Cakes and Floral Institute at Adringano School Junction. You can also call for your special orders and enquiries on 0208-888-044 and on the World Wide Web on www.jscakesinstitute.com. Jay's Cakes and Floral Institute, your place of excellence and innovation. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. You can be the most beautiful lady or the handsome gentleman, but that does not guarantee that you can achieve anything if you don't have the right attitude. Your business can move to the next level and perform better if you change certain habits and attitude in your life. The other thing I spoke about, the law of persistence, I spoke about that quitters never win, winners never quit. Can you put it on the board for me? Now I'm on the I spoke about the law of networking which is rule 5 and then I'm speaking of the law of introduction. Say the law of introduction. Now the law of introduction says that the one that introduces you determines your acceptability and credibility which opens doors for you. The one that introduces you determines your acceptability and credibility which opens door for you. Amen. Now, come with me. Let me show you something. In the book of Luke chapter 3 verse 21 to 22 Jesus was so powerful and anointed he was in fact he was God in the flesh. How many of you agree with me? But he could not achieve anything until John the Baptist have to introduce him because John the Baptist have the credibility. So no matter what you think you have in this life, somebody needs to introduce you. Are you in Luke chapter 3? 21. He says this. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heavens were open, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven. He said, you are my beloved son. In you, I am well pleased. Here we can find God also what? Introduces in those, is what? His own son. Which is what? An introduction of a superior. Your superior or your boss can introduce you that can open the door for you. Are you getting me? And your colleague can also introduce you that can open the door for you. And then the one, your junior, can also open, introduce you and that can open the door for you. So there are three levels of introduction. This is the first level, which is the level of what? Your superior. God saying that this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So who are you to question it? You will accept it. Is that right? Is that right? So you need your boss what? Endorsement. That is why when you are going to place, you have referees. 
they refer to your former job place. If you didn't live well, you can be what? Sabotage there. Is that right? Your boss can say that take, it was said of a young lawyer who was struggling. He came out, he thought because he's brilliant, he can weak, he can get his case and everything. He was not getting clients, he was struggling. Then he, one day he learned about some of these things and walked to a senior lawyer who was very good. And then he went to the man's place. The man is well known. The senior lawyer is well known. Very experienced and old. He has a lot of clients. He didn't give me a client. You see, in this part of our world, what we think is that when you want to help somebody, he's looking at you to give you money. Oh, hello, is that true? Sometimes you don't need money. I told you last week that human beings is an asset more than money. So this experienced lawyer took the young lawyer out after they've chatted and all those things. They stood by the roadside, which is a busy way, and he just put his hand around the neck of the young lawyer and was just chatting with him and then stopped a taxi for him. He took and all those things. People driving by saw him. They saw this experienced good lawyer. said, hey, is this young lawyer in the company of this man? Then he will be a good lawyer. Then from that day, within a short time, it worked. And he was getting more clients. It is not juju. It is not anything. It is about the power of... You can be a nobody sitting somewhere. If all of a sudden the president even comes to your house one day and says that you were his schoolmate, that very day you become popular. And the people that will introduce you are the people you are related to. Are the people you have also influenced their life. Because they will speak for you. You see, there are people that stand before the king and they speak for you. You don't go there speaking for yourself. Come with me to the book of John chapter 1, 29 to 35. I'm building an argument. John 1. In the beginning, John 1, 29. He said, the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him. And he said, behold, the lamp of God who takes away the sin of the world. Who pointed to me? I told you that your higher, your superior, and then your colleague. Is that right? He said, behold, the lamp of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who is preferred before me for he was before me i did not knew him but that he should be revealed to israel therefore i came baptizing with water and john bore witness he did what saying i saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and he remained upon him and i did not knew him but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining on him this is he who baptized with the holy spirit and i have seen and testified that this is the son of god and then 35 says, again the next day, John stood with two of his disciples, two of what? His disciples. And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following, said to them, what do you seek? And they said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, when translated, teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. We are talking about Andrew and his brother. They stayed with Jesus. How did they stay with Jesus? They did not know Jesus, but they knew John the Baptist. So because of the credibility of John the Baptist, they believed that whatever John the Baptist said is true. So they have to what? Follow Jesus. There are a lot of you that people have used their credibility to open doors for you, but you have gone tarnishing it. So we are living in a nation, in a world now, people cannot introduce you. So sometimes you can go and sit in the office talking. They know that they can just pick a phone and call somebody to do something for you. But because they did it for somebody, they took a phone and called somebody and goods were supplied to the person. The person did not pay Kobo. Now the person has finished selling the goods and he has carried the money away and they can't find him. Now the person, do you know how many years it takes for somebody to build a credibility? And yet by that credibility, the person uses his credibility either by his complimentary card and signs behind it and give it to you to go and get a work. Now you get that work 
and you have forgotten that somebody introduced you to the place to work and then you enter in there and you go messing up and then you are working you will be walking around and nothing is happening to you and you will say that is the devil give the devil a break and let's change our attitude credibility credibility you can imagine if let me give you an example if you are a friend or you, you somebody happened to introduce to the vice president and he gives you his card you can enter into any place and you can get employment isn't it even a minister but how many of us can really maintain it you see anytime somebody introduces you to somebody you are not going there at your own capacity or you are going there at the capacity of the person that introduced you so when you go in there you have to behave for the scholar same- because they introduce somebody to them and the person went messing up and the person said oh I don't know him but it is you that I knew I heard a pathetic story yesterday a plumber was just sharing with me he said one of the managers of a, a real estate took a gentleman and the gentleman was given to him by another man who said oh this gentleman is good so can you please allow him to stay with you and that the gentleman doesn't have anybody so the man was very the man doesn't even stay much in Ghana his family and everything is outside so he told this young man stay with him in the house he was giving him everything now about so many amount of money that he has gathered he was going to travel with this young guy booted away with everything now the man who even introduced him by his credibility doesn't even know you see sometimes in Africa we do it he did not even know the gentleman's family or his house or anything and now the guy is gone so the, the, the manager also was looking for the guy he can't find him because he trusted the one who introduced him now he's looking for this young guy the young guy is not there so he went and arrested this man and the man can also not produce the guy because he doesn't know where he is maybe you are sitting in the church today maybe you did that for somebody and the person has stabbed you or maybe somebody did it for you and you have stabbed the person from here go back and apologize go back and make peace don't, don't pride in yourself and, and think that you have done it it's very very bad it's unethical it's unethical people do it every time you are struggling in business. You came to me. I introduced you to a business partner. It should help you. The very day you start doing the business, you go and stab your brother. And then you take the business. And then you are enjoying the business. And you think you will succeed. If you don't change one of these days, God will send thieves to take it away from you. It's about time we have to know that certain things are unethical. Say it's unethical. The law of introduction. The younger one was where uh, uh, Naaman, in the book of First Kings chapter 5, I'm not reading, where Naaman was introduced, a little girl, a maid, somebody was a subordinate, introduced him to what? The prophet what? Uh, uh, Elisha in Samaria, and he got his healing. No wonder when Naaman went there and he was misbehaving, he said seven that spoke to him, and he listened. He got the results. Tell the person the law of credibility. Or the law of introduction. Let me share this with you quickly. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 14 to 19. Sometimes we think because I have an anointing or because I'm a Christian, then I can succeed easily. It's a joke. Tell somebody it's a joke. Uh-huh. It's a it's a real joke. You'll be deceiving yourself to, to, to pride yourself. Once I have the anointing, I don't need anybody. It's a lie. You need somebody. I said, You need what? You need somebody. 
Jesus was anointed more than you and I. But John spoke for him. So you cannot be above Jesus. None of us can be above Jesus. Who is here that is above Jesus? Show me your hand. So why do you tell me that you don't need anybody? You hear people say, me, I don't need anybody. You don't need anybody. You are lying. You need somebody. Amen. First Samuel chapter 16. Can I read it? 14 to 19. David was anointed. Was he not anointed? But listen to it. He was supposed to enter into what? The palace. But did he get there? Somebody introduced him. He says this. 14 says, am I reading for 14? Okay. 14 says, they said, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said to him, surely a distressing spirit from God is troubling you. Let our master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is a skillful player on the harp. Take note of the qualification, a skillful player. Does it mean David was the only skillful player then? And it shall be that he will play it with his hand. When a distressing spirit from God is upon you, and you shall be well. So it means that none they were looking for a talent. So Saul said to his servant, provide me now a man who can play well and bring him to me. Kings always does not know the people, but those who are down there knows the people. So he said, provide me one who could solve my problem. You see, every human being born on earth, you are born to solve a problem. And Jonathan put it this way. He said, instead of you taking a part-time work of finding fault with people, take a permanent work of finding how you can solve their problems. Because that is where the money lies. And he says that he has learned the law of gratitude. Because everyone that is gratitude becomes what? Great. You can never be great without being grateful. Greatness and grateful goes together. If you walk into a place and the place is mobbed and the place looks neat, somebody worked there. The one who did it finally said, oh, God bless you, you've done a good work. It's not that when you are entering there, they are scrapping the place, then you rather insult them. Amen. If you ate in a good restaurant and you ate the food, a lot of you don't give tips. You are this everywhere. In the church, outside the church. P.O.P. Immediately we talk of money. You are on your guard. Yes, the person is being paid. But the person took time to serve you. The person took time to prepare the meal. The same meal you eat, somebody can eat it and we run and have a problem. But when you eat it and you are fine, you see, anyone that provides your food can kill you or make you. So when you eat and you are alive, say thank you and tip the person. Sometimes you can walk into this church. When you come, the chairs are clean and all those things. Who did it? Ushers did it. People came here. They stood up. Sometimes you can even watch. Meet an usher. Tap inside. Oh, you guys are doing well. Keep it up. It's a complimentary. Choristers will sing. We only clap for them. You can walk to them and say you are doing well and all those things. It's part of the motivation. The motivation is not only reserved for the pastor to do. Because they are serving us. They are serving us. Let's show them some gratitude. Let's be grateful to them once a while. Because what you can't do, you cannot get. Amen. Can I go on? He said, So, so servant said, He said, Provide me now. Then one of the servants said, One of what? One of the servants answered and said, Look, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in play, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome person, and the Lord is with him. How, how 
did this guy manage to know the qualities of David? David was not there. There is no way David can get close to Saul. Oh, come on. Who am I preaching to? There was no way. You see, sometimes you waste your time. Some people, you are working with big people and you think they are... Can do. No, no, no. Sometimes you are joking. There is a cleaner in the house. Who can link you to the boss? If you go to the embassies, the security men that are there, they are more information than you think. They can tell you you will be bounced or you can get your visa. Oh, give me a wave. He said he's skillful. Therefore, Saul sent messenger to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with the sheep. And Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread, a skin of wine, a young goat, and sent them by his son David to Saul. So David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and became his armor bearer. Then Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Please let David stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. Now, who made David found favor in the, in the sight of Saul? Was it the anointing? Somebody introduced him. Hello? In Genesis chapter 41, you can read of the story of, 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 of Joseph. Joseph was in prison, even though the, the butler forgot him. By the day the king had a dream, and all his magicians could not interpret. The butler was the one that spoke because whilst Joseph was in prison, there is no way he can go to say that he can interpret dream. But somebody bear testimony of what he can do, and there he was brought out and he became a prime minister. His position was higher. Anytime anybody introduces you. You get greater and higher than him. Credibility. Tell somebody credibility. Power of introduction. You need somebody. Tell the person you need somebody to introduce you. So treat people well. Because they know the key to your life. And to your success. The law of introduction. is very very important. Very very important. Amen. Now the law of focus. Say the law of focus. A lot of us are not focused at all in life. We are not focused at all. We do everything. If today is not pure water, we are selling. Next time, we are selling kelewili. Another time, we are selling both fruits. Every work we want to do, what at all can you do? Anything you can focus on or concentrate on, it will open for you. It's just like if you concentrate light at the center of a paper without a matches, scientifically, at a certain period, that middle of the paper where you concentrate the light, it will perforate because it will burn. Because all the energy is what? Concentrated at one place. In the same way, if you want to achieve anything, look at what you are best in and concentrate your energy there. Tomorrow we want to be a hairdresser. Another time we want to be a public speaker. Another time we want to be a motivational speaker. Another time we want to be a businessman. Another time we want to be a banker. Another time. There are some of us in school, we are even confused. We don't even know what we are going there to study. So you come out and you can't do anything because you have no focus in life. Genesis 13 verse 18 8 to 18 tells us of the story of, 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 of Abraham. The very day Lord took everything. Lord took everything and took the best part of the land of Goshen. But when God came to Abraham to restore Abraham, he didn't focus. He said, Abraham. He didn't say, Abraham, Lord has taken everything from you. So now, because I love you so much, because a Lord has taken it, get the things back. But God introduced him to a law. What God said was, and Lord lifted up his eyes. Lord first lifted up his eyes. And beheld the plain of Jordan that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord, destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. 11. It's not the whole land before thee. Separate thyself, I pray thee. Abraham say for me, if thou will take the left hand, then I will go to the right, or thou will depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. 10. And Lord lifted his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan. That he was what and Lord chose him all the plain of Jordan 
and Lord journeyed east and they separated themselves the one from the other. Now, separation took place. It was a big blow to Abraham. Abraham raised the guy up. Abraham fed the guy. In fact, it was based on the credibility of Abraham that Lord now has got money. Hello? The law of introduction. It was Abraham that introduced him to Egypt. It was the risk Abraham took and the blessing Abraham got. Then that out of it, what? Lot also became prosperous. However, at this crucial moment, Lot couldn't say, uncle, let's settle the issue. But Lot chose the best part. People can be selfish. And they forget easily. Lot forgot. And pulled down Abraham. He took the Bible because you know they are all graces. They are nomadic people. And they are cattle or sheep who need good grass. So he was so selfish to choose the best part and left the bad part for him. But when God came restoring, he taught Abraham a principle. He said, And Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan and Lord dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said to, unto Abraham, after that Lord was separated from me, lift up now your eyes. A lot of us, our heads are bowing down. Tell somebody, lift up your eyes. Tell the person, lift up your eyes. You see, lift up your eyes is what the Nigerian man with a key and purpose says, shine your eyes. Tell somebody, shine your eyes. A lot of us are not shining our eyes. He said, lift up now your eyes and look from the place where you are. You see, if you cannot look beyond where you are today into your tomorrow, you cannot get there. Are you there with me? Are you, are you understand what I'm saying? There are a lot of us who are still looking at where we are. The troubles and the challenge. But lift up your eyes from the trouble and look beyond. Because where you are seeing, that is where you walk towards. See, what are you seeing? Ask somebody, what are you seeing? In Jeremiah chapter 1, God came to Jeremiah after saying everything that when you are clothed of blood in your mind, we like quoting that scripture. When you are clothed of blood in your mind, the Lord knew me and did this, this, this. Don't forget that that scripture came to pass. God asked Jeremiah a question. He said, Jeremiah, what do you see? And Jeremiah said, I saw an almond tree. And the Lord said, you have seen well, for I will hasten my word to perform. What word is he hasten to perform? When you have cut the blood in your mother's womb, I have ordained you as a prophet. I have caused you to approve and to establish. But I can achieve all these things if only you can see. Tell somebody, if only you can see. You see, if you see yourself as poor, you remain poor. If you see yourself as rich, you shall become rich. If you see yourself as a failure, you'll be failure. If you see yourself to be great, you can be great. You see, obstacles can come, but there are obstacles. The way you perceive the obstacle can determine whether you have failed or you are succeeding. Failure is a statement. It is not the end result. He said, look from where you are now, northward and southward and eastward and westward. And he goes and said, for all the land which you see, not the all the land that I have given you. You see, let us understand scripture and let us understand how God works. You see, God cannot work anything beyond what you have not seen. So when the disciples were giving a testimony in first John, he said, what we have seen, what we have heard, what we have handled, the word of life we speak of, 
which means that we cannot testify of what we have not seen. We cannot testify of what we have not heard. We cannot testify of what you have not handled. So if you have not seen your miracle, you cannot handle your miracle. If you can't handle your miracle, you can't testify of your miracle. Give me a break and understand because you have to see your miracle and you have to handle your miracle because in seeing there is possession. Don't tell me there is power in confession. What do you confess if you have not seen anything? I see myself as great, so I confess greatness. I see myself as rich, so I confess richness. I see myself above, so I confess I'm above. I see myself I'm dead, so I am up there. I see myself I'm succeeding, so I am succeeding. I see myself healthy, therefore I concern health. I see myself alive, therefore I confess living. In the name of Jesus, my mouth shall speak of what I see. He said, and the Lord said to Abraham, after Lord had separated from me, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are, not for southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. Which means that as you see it, you don't only have it for yourself, but you leave it for your children's children. So can I, can I submit this to you? If you see your fathers as failures and today you are struggling, it means that your father did not see anything. So don't get angry with your fathers. And don't look at them that they have failed you. What God is telling you, begin to see yourself. Because what you see, you can get. If they can see, you can see. For eyes of your understanding be enlightened. That you may know, you may know the hope of your calling. Tell somebody, God, open my eyes. Hey, if your eyes cannot open, you will still be where you are. But when your eyes are open, you shall see where God is taking you. Can I pray to somebody here? You said my nose is big, I am going. My leg is big, I am going. My stomach is big, I am going. Thank God for the distractors, but thank God for where you are going. I am going. is a liar you see the devil will always give you signposts of distractions for you to look at it and get discouraged and when you look at this negative he said no the distance is far i can go but you see if you can keep your focus there is something that because said come a little step you get there another step you get there you just try you get there and when you keep on trying by the time you realize you are taking hold of your blessing I said, get a focus. Don't tell me it was difficult. Oh, yes, it was difficult because it is prominent. Yes, it was difficult because it was good. That is why it was difficult. But you can have the focus. Have the focus. Bible says that in Romans chapter 12, when you read about Jesus, when he said everything, I wish you despise the same. As we are surrounded with great cloud of witnesses, he said that we have not yet resisted unto blood, even as Christ did, so that we can give up now. He said, looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of our faith, who for the cross, who for what? The cross, endure all things, which means that the guy has his eyes on the cross and he knows the price for the cross. The price for the cross in Philippians chapter 2. He said because he was God, he not equate himself with the Lord. But he humbled himself and even unto the cross. God gave him a name that is above all names. So the guy, when he, went, they were, he was being lashed, 39 lashes. The pain and they took off and the flesh would come. Immediately he went to, to, 
to, to depend upon the pain, then God will show him the picture of the cross. Then he say, yes, for the cross. Uh, if I go through it, all men shall subdue. All power shall subdue. All principles shall subdue. I'll have authority in heaven. I have authority on earth. So pain or no pain. I I am getting to the cross. I I have the crown. I I am going for it. I am done, but I'll get up again because the cross is waiting for me. When I get to the cross, I'll get to my place of honor and blessing. Shout, I am going. Shout, I am going. Hey, in Genesis chapter 22, in conclusion, he said, and Abraham, God came to Abraham and said, now take thy son, thy only son Isaac, to the mountain that I will show you. A lot of people think that because Abraham took Isaac and did not kill Isaac, God bless him. That was something Abraham did. And that was what gave him the blessing. Bible said, as he took his son Isaac and they got closer to Mount Moriah. Mount Moriah is mountains. He needed to descend. He said when he saw the mountain afar off, he asked his servant to remain with the axes. Are you there with me somebody? Because servant cannot take you to your higher place. It takes men of prince and understanding to take you there. When Abraham saw the mountain, he said the servant should remain. Because he was going to the mountain and he took Isaac. And Isaac said, Father, this is the fire and this is the wood. But where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham said, the Lord God himself shall provide. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple East Egon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.